Welcome to another episode of the Potato Files. I am your host of the Potato Files, the human potato, uh, Jeff Paul. Today, my uh, guest is actor, comedian, uh, my girlfriend's dream, just an all-around great guy, Patrick Hayes in studio with us today. How you doing today, Patrick? What's up? Nice. Welcome to the Never Sleeps Network studio here. Uh, what do you think of the Never Sleeps studio bedroom here? I, I like it. It's It's got some smooth, need, needs a touch of Luther Vandross or something <laughs> in here, but things things are happening. Things are happening. <laughs> Feel free to put on the unicorn uh, mask up there. Yeah, if you I want. see that. I see you that. do whatever you want in here, pal. We're going we're gonna to hold you hostage for the next hour, and all we're going right. to find out all about your life, which... I assume spans centuries. How old are you? Three hundred and twenty-eight. Three twenty-nine. Three hundred twenty-nine. Yeah, I'll be three twenty-nine in October. <laughs> yes, in October. Um, no. Uh, how how old are you actually? Because you uh, look like you're thirty-two some days. And yeah, I'm I'm thirty. I'll go thirty-four. Fucking I'll go 34. liar. <laughs> We're not going to get the real age. That's fine. That's fine. It's my interview with the vampire. We're just going to start <laughs> century number one. Work yeah. our way through. <laughs> We've been dancing around that for years. Been thirty-four for about thirteen years now. <laughs> so that's so. Right? I can do that math. Forty-seven. <laughs> I, I did that math. Yeah, I did that math right. Wow! Look at you. Forty-seven years old. Eh? Close. Close. Getting there. Oof. You feeling it yet? No. No, you look um fuck you look as good as anyone would want to look at 47. I and hope. uh I'm not a gay man, but uh fuck you're good looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lucky guy. Knock on wood right there. I'm a lucky guy. Mm-hmm. Where did this uh, beautifulness start, anyway? You're born in, uh, you live in Mississauga now. Where were you born? I live in born? now. I was born here. Younger years. Lived in Scarborough. Scarborough. Moved all around Scarborough, Malton, then Brampton for the majority of it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Brampton from grade three to right to the end of high school. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. And then yeah. Etobicoke for a bit, and then Mississauga. Just moving around the GTA. Never, around, never in the city, though? Never in the city. I've never, I don't know why I never wanted to live right downtown. I didn't want to until I did. And now I'm like, why would I want to live outside yeah. of this? You I know? live in the burbs. I'm used to the burbs. I don't know why. It just, it, it works. It works okay. for me. You drive, you're fine. Yeah. So I, I drive in the city, which I hate. I, I wish I didn't have to go and drive anywhere. I wish I could just w- walk and just, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Enough about my nonsense. Uh, <laughs> so you um, grew up all around the GTA. Yeah. Um, what's, what's home life like? Mom and dad in love? Uh, no. No, no? No. I think at one time there must have been. They had children. Yeah. So. How many? I'm the youngest of six. Holy fuck. Everybody's half brothers and sisters. Okay, okay. It's Jamaicans, all... what yeah. can I say? <laughs> My one older brother, he's he's a full brother. And okay. then everybody else. One out of five, I guess, is uh, full blown? Yeah. Ah. And uh, yeah, so it's th- three brothers, two sisters. Are you blood related to every single one of them? Yeah. Because um, you're the youngest, so it would probably would have been their families. All, all the brothers, same father. Okay. And then the sisters, same mom. Fucking Brady Bunch, eh? Yeah. Wow, wow, right? wow. And uh, how, they're not together anymore, I take it? No, mom yeah. and dad ain't together, man. No, no, That no. was an ugly breakup. That was ugly. <laughs> how old were you when this happened? I was eight when it started. I was 11 when it ended. Oh. It was ugly. I, was, um, I wasn't born when my parents' problems started, and I was uh, 14 when they finally ended. <laughs> wow. So I was uh, just, uh, I was a band-aid that just couldn't hold that thing together. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> we weren't born yet. No, so no, yeah, no. you thinking 
you're going to be the glue. I don't know what, what they thought when they had me. Like, my parents, uh, my mom was knocked up when she was 18. Mm. So it wasn't like... Do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got two older brothers. Okay. They stayed together and had two more kids after that, so... There must they, have been some kind of love there, right? Yeah, That's or what we just, uh, fuck, I guess we're in this together now. <laughs> <laughs> you want more? I guess I'll have more. Fuck. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there wasn't a lot of love in the house, but what are you going to do? They uh, eventually broke up, and now everyone's doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you close with uh, all six of you, or all five of your siblings, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, still? Yeah, brothers, yeah. The brothers in Scarborough, I usually see only around Christmas time. My uh, one brother, the full brother, he lives in Brampton. I see him all the time. My mom lives in Brampton, too, so I'm up there like every week, every couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's- and my sister, one sister lives here in Mississauga. Out Miss Saga. She's not far from me. I usually see her like every couple of weeks as well. And the other sister, she's in Pennsylvania. So that is like maybe a year, every couple of years, she'll come visit or we'll go okay. visit. Okay. Friends yeah. on Facebook. Good enough, eh? Right? She sees <laughs> oh, there's the posts. There's your kids. Way to go. <laughs> Updates and pictures. You see what's going on in my life. Ain't that good enough? Shit, man. <laughs> I'll Skype you sometime next month. What's, what's life growing up like in... Uh, Scarborough, I guess you're growing up. You started in Scarborough then? Started in Scarborough. Where's your parents? Uh, were they born here? No, both of my parents are Jamaican. Both of them are from Jamaican. They come, yeah. Jamaica. they come up here together? Yes, they came They came together and uh, touched down here in Canada and started the journey. Nice. Started nice. the struggle. <laughs> all, uh, all siblings born here though, or they bring some with them? Um, no, some in, in Jamaica and uh, Bev. Was Bev born? I think Bev was born here. And Sharon, just myself, one brother and one sister born here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice. Yeah, there's in Jamaica. Never really knew too many immigrant families growing up. Like, I come from a small town and pretty much everyone had been there forever. Mm-hmm. I think we had a, a Russian guy move in, but we never saw too much of his home life. How, what, was that? what was the home life like? Back then, it was rough. Everyone in one house? Yeah. Oof, when I was the baby? Oh, I used to get my ass kicked, Cram- man. Was it crammed? It didn't feel like it, not mm-hmm. to me anyway. Like, uh, well, I mean, I was so young at the time; it didn't feel like it. It was, just felt like home. That's what yeah. you knew. But jeez, one of my older brothers, Devin, he used to terrorize my ass, man. <laughs> freaking parents leaving the house, I'd already start crying. Like, you guys are going. <laughs> Don't leave me. <laughs> Take me with you. He used to horror, just terrify my ass, man. Oh shit! But uh. I mean, it was cool, but... My middle brother would uh, try to fight me or beat me. He wouldn't try to fight me. He would just try to beat me up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then my older brother would protect me from him. So it was... Uh, I got licensed to be an asshole a lot. <laughs> there you go. You had some protection going on. I didn't have none, man. That was it. No? No um, protection. What about school life? I was always a, a decent student. Yeah. I was a class clown from young, though. Yeah, well, that's what comedians usually are, you know? I was a class clown for a long time. That started, what, grade one-ish, grade two-ish? Mm-hmm. I, I remember you uh, You got that joke about... Uh, being the one black kid in the grade The one black bridges. kid, and they would always uh, <laughs> did you bring enough for everyone? I brought enough for the black kids. <laughs> was it uh, Was it mostly white there yeah. growing up? Yeah. Which is weird. I don't, I, I don't think you can find a school around the GTA that's mostly white these days. It's different. It's yeah. different. It's, times are changing, which is great. Who gives a shit, man? Let's, uh, yep. We'll all be one color eventually right <laughs> kind of well a little bit a little bit lighter than lighter than the iced tea right now. <laughs> that's what's coming that's what's coming and you know i think um 
like when you see these alien movies show up, except Star Trek because they were all PC. But like uh, when aliens show up, they're all the same fucking color because they finally got past all that shit and we're like, hey, <laughs> yeah, if we all work together, <laughs> yeah, we can conquer the universe. <laughs> you guys just need to start working together. Know what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. These guys are taking over planets. We're trying to take over fucking someone's oil. <laughs> like, right? Like, Let's work with them. We need that oil to get the fuck out of here. It's probably a whole lot of oil on other planets too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what we're doing we're getting to mars and we're drilling for oil people are gonna protest the pipeline from mars to earth <laughs> it's like really a pipeline now? really whose idea with this is this trump's idea what a what a confefe <laughs> oh man uh so uh you play any sports growing up or uh, uh yeah man, i played uh volleyball basketball did a little bit of track, mostly mostly basketball. Yeah, excelling yeah. in these sports. Basketball was good times. Mm-hmm. What about All track? Star. You a good runner? I was decent most of the time. I was just kind of hanging around the track, just kind of talking to girls and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, basketball, all star teams, and played a bit of college. But yeah, man, I always uh, get, I, I always gave her hell in sports growing up because I knew it was uh, you could get out of school. Yeah. Like if I make the track team, <laughs> yeah, we leaving at one thirty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get on the bus, peace. See ya. And uh, yeah. I did always look like this. I was uh, somewhat athletic growing up, but uh, you know things change. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. a, lot uh, of, a lot of things have changed, man. As far as like kids schooling and athletics after a lot of things have just well now they don't even fund it anymore like most there's nothing extracurricular going on at most schools anymore yeah like it's changed a whole heap man so it's i don't know we're uh we're all going to hell in a handbag what about uh this kids are getting junky quick man i know i uh i I, I, I was skinny up until i started having to feed myself and then i was like oh i don't know how to do this Like, Doritos is a, is a food yeah. group, ain't Doritos yeah, when, a food group? When my parents put me out into the world, you know, it was a nice skinny kid. It was well fed and nourished. <laughs> and you came home for Christmas, they were like, oh. Well, yeah, what the hell what, are you doing up there? What, what's going on? What are they feeding you in Toronto? <laughs> my roommate in college gained 75 pounds our first year. Are you? I fucking kid you not. He was like, he was tall as hell, um, but he was skin and bones. 75 the, yeah, in one so, year. So he was like, he was like 6'3", I'd say, but like weighed 160 pounds. And then when he just started putting weight on that, like, you know, it's a big frame, 6'3". Yeah. And then he was like, oh shit, I'm a, there's a lot of me now. <laughs> but yeah, 75 pounds, year one. Holy cow. What do you eat? Um, or what did he eat? Everything, man. <laughs> like just, me and him were roommates. It was... uh I remember one time we saw a Wendy's commercial, and we didn't even say anything. We just nodded at each other, went and got in the car. <laughs> you, you, you feeling what I'm feeling? All right, let's make let's make the move, man. Let's it was for move. the bacon mushroom melt, which only comes around every now and again, like once a year. I and get you. I we get saw you. that commercial. We're like, it's back. <laughs> but yeah, gained a lot of weight uh, in the first year of college. But what what can you do? You're a student. You're playing sports. You're kicking yep. ass. How's high school for you? Start high to, school. Is this when you start getting to, getting the girls and romancing them? High school. A little bit. Well, you know, grade eight was when grade seven, kind of when breakdancing started to <laughs> come on the scene and that kind of 
you know, I guess built the profile up a little bit. It was. Uh, and you, were, you a good break dancer? Back in the day, I could do some shit. Oh, fuck, right. you gotta put this on stage sometime. <laughs> one day, maybe one day, I'll break it out. Maybe one day. You just but, come um, in with like flattened down cardboard box. <laughs> throw it down Everybody brace yourself. Is he what? All right, I got seven minutes. You're gonna see some weird shit. <laughs> But yeah, man, breakdance, and I think that was that was what first kind of, I guess, opened me up to females, yeah, the yeah. female side of thing. Like you know, oh, you can breakdance, go to some parties and stuff. Or, oh and man! Then, but but high school, <laughs> how can I describe high school for me? I, high school for me was like was like the Fresh Prince. Yeah, that's that's the easiest way I can describe it. Got yeah. along with everybody. It was pure jokes. It was just good times. I was a decent student. I knew I could have applied myself mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. but I was there for jokes, man. And, it you, was were, just, and you were fucking king shit too. Eh? Got along with everybody. It was Jesus. good times. Cracking jokes in the class made teachers laugh. That's good. That was that one. It was one of those ones where it's like, well, that's an apl- accomplishment right there. <laughs> you know, when you see the teacher looking like Patrick, and then he turns around and the shoulders are going. Yeah. It's like. Geez, laughing she's laughing but uh yeah it's i had an amazing time in high school man the best four years of your life hey that's what they call it uh were you playing a lot of sports in high school too yeah they have football you you never played football never played football no they 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 had a football like i got to the school the my school halfway through the year and they i think the next year the football didn't come back all right wow (laughs) but i don't think i would have been good at football i like basketball though yeah. I was all right. I was good at. I was like one of those guys who could play most sports. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now I'm just. I play. Uh, I'm. I'm great at darts. Uh, <laughs> not a bad pool player. Poker. Uh, not poker. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> all those TSN sports. <laughs> Sportsnet. Sportsnet. Yeah, yeah. Somehow I lost my uh, my uh, skills at bowling. I was really good as a kid. Now I suck. Wow. The flexibility, man. <laughs> I just you gotta can't exert, get down anymore. Exert yourself too much, man. It's way a too fat much. guy sport, though. <laughs> Knees bending and shit. It's a lot of work, man. It's a lot of work. Uh, were you getting in trouble in uh, high school? You start uh, getting into these breakdancing circles? I don't know what happens in um, these things. No, I never really, never really was a problem, kid. Ma- I always knew that that mom, my mom, at that time, my parents had split. And it was just mom. Mom was working all the time, like just multiple jobs. She's always working. So I always knew I can't screw up too much. Yeah, yeah. Mom just has too much in the balance, too much on her plate. Like, yeah. you know, she's working real hard. I can't be just out there fucking around and mom's, you know, mm-hmm. busting her ass real hard, keeping this roof over my head. So, so you're, I never you're really generally was a, a good person, too. This is uh, this is weird. How did you get into comedy? Um <laughs> Usually, uh, it's just disturbed asshole fuckers that would push their mom down the stairs. For <laughs> just, Man, I'm going to go tell some jokes time. about this shit. <laughs> you all right, mom? I'm going to go do five. I'll be back. Uh, you got any tags for me, mom? <laughs> <laughs> well, when, um, so when your folks split, you said you're 11. Yeah. Um, and it's... It felt like a new life in the house. So it's different, like, but... The kids were different. Like, not all the brothers and sisters are from mom and dad. So. We weren't all living together at that time. Oh, okay. Either. Yeah. At that time, one by one, everybody, like, they're all half and older. Yeah. What's the age range? So, you're the youngest at 11. What's the oldest at this point? The oldest would be Devin. And, <laughs> I know and, who the oldest. And, There's and, so many. <laughs> and he's 
Devin's probably 60. Are you fucking serious? Oh, I guess my parents are in their eighties. Well, oh yeah, you're th- you're forty seven. So thirteen yeah. years—that's not a big, yeah. my parents not a big are in, swing. My parents are in their eighties, man. Holy shit, man! They both still alive? Yep. Uh, you see your dad? You said you see your mom a lot. You see yeah. dad and dad a lot? Usually at Christmas time. Every, just Christmas? Usually just. Where's he residing? We were never really that tight. Yeah, yeah. But he's at the edge of Oshawa, Whitby. She's out that side. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, when your parents split, did you have to go weekends out in Oshawa or? No, that was a weird thing. My parents split and when it was done, we were 11. I didn't see my dad again until I was like 22 at a a wedding. Yeah. He missed all the high school. He missed all kinds of shit. But now what's like, are you disconnected from him when you see him now? Um, No, like I see him. And even like after I saw him at that wedding, it was like years past Till I saw him again still. Mm-hmm. So he missed like everything, basically. Yeah. So it wasn't like there was no love. I mean, he was still my dad, but it was just, he's just like this dude that I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. So like I see him every year now and we're cool and stuff, but. But it's just once mean? a year and there's no. Like, That's pretty oh, much hey, it. Christmas time when we're out visiting and it's like, hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? And. You know, he hears about the stuff I'm doing now with comedy and everything. But yeah, it's it's uh, you know I don't I don't really have any hatred toward him or anything like that. At one time I did. Well, one gonna, time you I eventually did. Eventually, gonna let that shit go. Yeah, too. you know, like in, you in high school and you know, start to make a couple all star teams and it's like you know, yeah. mom, you ever hear from dad? Dad ever called? No. <laughs> Tough dad, I scored a goal last night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Got my name on the trophy. He ain't do shit. <laughs> he ain't shit. Like, but you get over it. You just like, all right. Well, you know, is what as it is. his life. Gotta yeah, man. I, I think it's. Uh, I don't know. There's no point on holding all that fucking mm. anger inside. And yeah, you know, you let it go, man. Let like, it go. Uh, have you guys like? Did you guys have a moment where you try to like reconcile or just you know like? Hey, yeah, like I like after how many years? I remember we found out he lived, and you know, I was talking to my brother, and he was like. This Christmas is, and this wasn't even that long again ago, maybe like seven, eight years ago. Only like seven, eight years ago, we started okay. going out every year to visit him for Christmas. And is, my he, all brother, al- is he alone right now? No, no. He, he's, he's got a wife. He's, and- yeah. He uh, didn't remarry, but he's. he's, he's didn't didn't spread a seed anymore? <laughs> he was done with that. <laughs> he's like, we're going to live together, but we ain't doing shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was like seven, eight, seven. Yeah, seven, eight years ago, my brother was like, oh, man, we're going out Scarborough, see dad. And what like, about your older what? siblings that are, um, grew up with him, sort of, like, um, that were around, you know? They Well, my older brothers that live in Scarborough, they live on that side. They were always closer to to him. They got kids um, and stuff? Like, is he a good grandfather, shit like that? Or? Yeah. Yeah. He was a good grandfather to them. And um, my sisters, though, weren't, weren't that close with him. No? No. My sisters weren't that close with him. But it's like, 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 like Pennsylvania and Missog, those two sisters, they, they, they weren't that close with them at all. So are they, did but they, they had, did they come around or no? Like they don't, they don't make that yearly visit with you guys? No. no okay. No, no. It ain't like that. So yeah. is, are, is, are they asked, asked about like how your sister's doing or is it just? Yeah, I guess you'll ask, you know, how's Bev, how's Sharon? When yeah. I see them, like, you know, how they doing and tell them about, you know, their kids and their family, how everything's going real cool and that stuff. But yeah. they were never tight. Yeah, because we've got they a brother that tight. he doesn't talk to anyone in the family. And uh, I think he talks to my one brother and my brother 
he's pretty sick of him too. Mm. But I don't think anyone's like, how's Jay doing? Yeah. <laughs> we just, whatever. He's yeah. over there doing whatever the fuck he wants. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's good that you can finally, like, you know, after all that, you can come around and yeah, have just, somewhat of a relationship. Like, it's yeah. never going to be a father-son, let's go play some catch, but it's uh, it's just nice to have that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because if he, well, he'll eventually die and... You know, you don't have that uh, resentment anymore. What I understand now, it's actually a little bit of little bit of Alzheimer's starting to kick in. Oh shit! So I don't know. I mean, man's already in his eighties, so I don't know how much how much defense he got for that. That's one of those, you know, well, slowly debilitating diseases that I don't know, man. You know what? If uh, if you want, we can like set up scenarios where we bring him to like a football field and. Uh, Trick him into thinking he's at your game or something, and you catch a big catch, you know, and you have a nice father son. <laughs> you see me, Dad? I did. I did. <laughs> I did. We talk about that for a couple of days. <laughs> Take some pictures. Yeah. I saw uh, my I saw my son play football. <laughs> sure, you did. <laughs> so you got out of high school. Um, you probably got uh, just just loads of notches in your belt already. You. Goddamn gorgeous, man. <laughs> and uh, college. You go to college? Went to Sheridan. Sheridan College. Sheridan What'd you take? College. The first time, just general arts. Yeah, I got yeah. one of those certificates. Yeah, just general arts. Just figuring out what the hell I want. I shouldn't have went because I should have really locked down and just figured out exactly what I wanted to do before I spent money on any kind of schooling. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, that's you know that pressure like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I, you should be in school should figure it out i took uh, i think two years off after high school yeah and uh then yeah still ended up going to dog shit community college but whatever yeah. so i want to do something still i just you know i felt like uh, i did the same there was time in between but i when i finally went saved money bought a car and i was like all right i need a car if i'm gonna make this move and but i in that time i should have figured out like i'm not sure what i want to do let me just keep working and just saving. What kind of jobs were you doing? I was always in restaurants. I've yeah. always worked in oh, restaurants. Oh, you'd be I was like 12, you'd be a killer 13 waiter, years eh? old. Yeah, I was frigging, I was, oh, so many different places I worked. So much fun, man. Restaurants back then, yeah. 1920. Oh, yeah, the, uh, yeah. That yeah. energy and vibe, it's just, yeah. Everyone man. gets off work in the middle of the night. That's when the party starts. What are you doing after work? I'm having people by my house. <laughs> oh, you, 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 well, you, could you tell them to come by a little bit later? I wouldn't mind just hanging out with you, just me and you for a little bit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was yeah, yeah. great times. What man. kind of restaurants? Like, high-end or, like... No, no. The first one that I, I had... I, I don't picture you at a fucking Jack Astor's with your, Hey, I'm Patrick. I'll uh, be your server today. The first one that I served at was Kelsey's. Oh. Kelsey's. A, an awful, I awful I establishment. Sucked. Oh, I hate... I freaking got fired. I got fired in, like, it took, what, three weeks? Yeah. I was done. <laughs> Walking home, walked by this other restaurant. I didn't even know that a bunch of my boys worked there. And I knew these guys from high school. And I'm like, you know, I, saw, I walked by this Chi-Chi's and I was like, I remember hearing a couple guys talking. I walk in. There were like four or five brothers that I knew working. And they're all servers. I yeah. was like, you guys all work here? <laughs> they're like, yeah. They're like, and I was still in my Kelsey's uniform feeling all down. <laughs> we just got fired. 
And a manager comes up. You know these guys? I'm like, yeah. It's like, you look like you're in uniform. I was like, I just got fired, man. <laughs> and they were like, we, I'm like, yeah, obviously, I need a job. <laughs> and they were like, come here, hire him. Just hire him, man. They, like, the, the vibe there was incredible. See, this like, is, this guy can this do is it. how fucking charming you are. You can show up at the next restaurant wearing the other one's uniform. Like, oh, yeah, man, I got fired. The, guy, the boss is like, well. We'll hire you. We'll hire you. <laughs> <laughs> Come Monday, dress like these guys. <laughs> like, really? Okay. Yeah, I was, yeah. I've been a lucky guy for, jeez, my whole damn life I've been a lucky guy, man. Well, nothing wrong with having a nice, charmed life, eh? Knock on wood again. You're, uh, you're, you're a good man who deserves it. I, yeah, so it seems, yeah. You, you, you behave so mom wouldn't have to take the burden of having to go down to the principal's office and hear about you yeah. after getting off her third shift of the day. It's in the later years, things felt like they started to go off the rails. Yeah, did you ever have your wild times? Um, yeah, early 20s. Yeah? Early 20s, yeah. Were you getting into drugs at all or anything? Never into drugs, never drank hard, never into no. drugs. Even in high school, never really drank in high school, never did drugs in high school. Just the guys that I rolled with, we just, we all played ball. Mm-hmm. And we all tried to compete at a high level of ball, so we just thought, that's just not what we do. Yeah. So, you know, by the time the 20s came... I never, you know, that desire to even try it just wasn't there. Every okay. now and then you hung out with some people, maybe a couple of drinks, but it was just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Didn't what about, really. What about nowadays? You drink it all or? A little bit. Yeah. But the same. It's like not, not a big part of your life? No, never has been. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's good for you because yeah. it's hard to be a comic and not have and that not. A part of your life, you know? Yeah. Because most of the time that's what you're getting paid in. Yeah, right? What? Come to my show, man. Buy you drinks and wings. <laughs> like, you can you can hold the drinks, but I'll take the wings. I'm, I'm black, man. I'm not saying no to chicken. I am not saying no to chicken. Is that chicken? <laughs> Is that chicken? <laughs> One of the most embarrassing things I ever did in my life. Out of all people, Rob Pugh right there to look at it like, really? For those uh, listening at home, uh, uh a server brought in a very big plate of chicken into a green room one time, and Patrick got very, very excited and said, What'd you say, Patrick? Is that chicken? <laughs> and Rob Pugh was right beside me watching the whole thing. I saw my face light up. The question came out clear. It's like, uh, it, it's like it happened in slow motion. That's so funny, man. <laughs> You know, even with uh, my girlfriend, when uh, if we have to say, like, if we're like, oh, we're going to the grocery store, what do you need? It's not like the list doesn't say chicken. It says, is that chicken? (laughs) (laughs) Is that chicken? Too great. That's great. Did you go, you went back to school then after? Yes. So I went back. Did did, uh, Did you take some time off after doing, you did what, a year of general arts? Did like, yeah. And then uh, took time off, went back for uh, interior design. Oh, yeah. Back to to Sheridan? Back to Sheridan, interior design. Did it one year. Hated it. But I took... I, the part about it that I liked was the uh, the drafting and design. Yeah, I no, liked I used, the architectural yeah, part. Yeah. All the other stuff, the fabrics, whatever. I was like, man, this is some bullshit. <laughs> but the... Uh, the drafting and design, those courses, I excelled at. And then I went back again and I took uh, advanced courses in AutoCAD. Yeah, I, I've taken yeah. AutoCAD. I liked AutoCAD. I liked AutoCAD. You know, yeah. Doing floor plans and stuff. Yeah, and then rendering and then 3D rendering. I yeah. was like, man, this shit's cool. <laughs> and then left that. And then, uh, yeah, man, it just... But even in the 20s, like some different uh, things happened. Like I did some, started doing some modeling stuff. And then started doing some acting stuff, like started in the 30s. 
And then, uh, but yeah, like because yeah, you don't start doing comedy till late, it's like 37, 36, 37. Like t- you're in year ten right now, right? Yeah. When do you start modeling and acting, though? How old are you then? Modeling, I was twenty four. Yeah. And even doing that, like I never thought of myself that way. Well, I was a joker. I used to hang with, like I never even considered that world. What's modeling like in like the GTA at that time? Like just like Sears catalog shit, like that. A lot of catalog or? stuff. There was some runway stuff. I went to New York. I met with some some pretty big agencies in New York back then. One agency, wow, they took a they took a long time going through my book, like to the point where I nearly started sweating in front of them because <laughs> it was Boss New York. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. back in like '94, if Boss New York says yes, your life has changed. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, they flip through your book pretty quick. And say, you know, we're looking for somebody more experienced. Turning those pages real slow. Eh? She was going through the book slow. <laughs> like she's looking and she's looking at me. <laughs> like on every page, she yeah. went through my book four times, man. I'm looking over her shoulder at like Calvin Klein ads and pictures we remember. Yeah. I'm like, if this woman says yes. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be crazy. <laughs> There's part of me like, man, I'm going to rush so many girls, man. It's going to be nuts. You're 24, right? Those are the years where you like. But uh, she ended up saying that, yeah, we're looking for somebody more experienced, whatever. And But, geez, that was a crazy, you know. They So they flew you down there and everything? And- All that. Well, no, they didn't flew me down. That was my agent here. Okay. And, uh, but it was a trip, man. It was a trip. Went down there and, but I still back here. I did some stuff, traveled a bit. You making some good money doing this? It or? was decent. I mean, considering that I was never like took the model it. model lifestyle though? Just, uh. I wouldn't go as far as the model no. lifestyle. Like I never took it as serious as I should have. And I think back now, it's like, I wonder if I actually applied myself to the stuff of what could have happened. How do you apply yourself to just be better looking? <laughs> <laughs> a bit more cocoa butter. So, <laughs> marinating. Marinating. So. But uh, yeah, man, it was a trip. And then acting came in probably around 30. And I was around 30 years old and started taking classes. And then the guy who was uh, running the class ran an agency, said, we wouldn't mind representing you. And that's where it started. So I didn't really even have to go looking for an agent. It was like, oh, flipped in the house. It happened. Okay. And started going out to auditions and started booking things. And, nice. Yeah, you booked some significant stuff back in the day? Um, Most of the beginning like was commercials really just commercials. And, yeah. yeah. Are you still getting uh, commercial work? Or? Uh, most of the stuff I go out for now is, is TV and film. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger okay. roles. It's, yeah. Speaking roles. Speaking roles. Yeah. Getting, getting shot, shot in the face. Getting shot in the face on what was that show? <laughs> Between. Between? Yeah. What's it, like, uh, what's that? Space, a space show, eh? Yeah, sci fi. It's got to be on space. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the only production we do in Canada anymore. It's huge. Yeah? Yeah. Talking amongst like different directors and stuff like that. I don't know what it is about Canadians. We love sci fi is huge. Yeah, Space Channel here is like, like Orphan Black is uh yeah. that's a huge show in the States and that's uh it's done the, by us. The strain, like all yep. these different shows, they're huge. It's like uh, I don't I don't I don't understand how that happened, but yeah, mm-hmm. man. Sci fi. While you're doing this modeling and acting, you uh keeping a day gig or you uh I was always working in restaurants through the yeah. Mall. yeah. Always bartended so I've done everything in restaurant, managed everything. Yeah, done yeah. everything in restaurant. And yeah, man, heading into thirties now doing acting it's it's i always knew i wanted to perform i guess there was always a bug there because even mm-hmm. in high school just the way i used to freaking 
role in high school. I always used to say I'm going to be rich and famous. I never had a doubt in high school. I'm going to be rich and famous one day. I'm rich and famous one day. A lot of people going to know who I am. I'm going to have money. Teachers would be like, what are you going to do? I don't know. Didn't have a clue. I'll figure it out. Didn't have a clue. And trying all this stuff. And I just, I don't know why I never... Uh, like all the jokes in high school, cracking up all my boys and stuff like that. I never thought I could do that on stage. Mm-hmm. I just, I never thought I could do that on stage. And uh, how you're 37. What's your first gig you do? Uh, what was that one? I did a open mic at, at a La- laugh resort. Yeah. And I did, I did yuck yucks launching pad. But the most that I worked out of when I first started doing it was Laugh Resort and Betty's. Oh, Betty's Remember? still going. Yeah, those were the two I that I worked for, out of uh, most. Yeah, Faisal Bud's birthday party was there uh, Saturday night. Oh, really? Off in that weird apartment up there. Yeah, Faisal. Yeah, they yeah, ch- they, they changed the their their upstairs room is like it. They yeah, I seen that. Oh, yeah, Arthur yeah. had a party there. Yeah, that's whose party it was. Yeah, I remember Arthur that. had a party there. Yeah, it's like that weird. It's a, somebody's weird apartment, but it's got no plumbing or anything. Like, yeah, there's a kitchen with no sink. <laughs> different kind of venue, but yeah, man. Yeah. But yeah, those are the two places I worked out. Yeah, my first show didn't go well. Didn't wasn't great. Wasn't great. <laughs> but before I actually signed up for uh, my first show, I went out and watched for like maybe nine, ten months. Yeah, just watching, trying to come up with my own ideas, talking to comedians. Even last year, and this is real cool because Ron Joss, he remembers, he remembered this, and he brought this up. Um, that first year when I was out looking, watching, talking to comedians, I saw Jostle murder at the Rivoli. Mm-hmm. Close the show. He absolutely killed. He was out front. And I talked to him out front in the street for about 20 minutes, just asking him questions like, you know, what was your process? How did you get into it? And like, what do I expect? I'm really thinking about doing this. Just drilled me. He talked to me for about 20 minutes. And he brought that up last year when we were at Just for Last. Oh, nice. He was like, man, he goes, I remember when we had that conversation out front of Riv. And now we end this festival together. That's man. great, man. So that was a trip. That was a real trip. But yeah, man, it was I, I, it was almost like school for nine or 10 months before I finally was like, okay. So even though the first one... Really didn't go that well. I what was what was your first stage? Ah, uh, trying to remember. It might have been Yucks. It was one of those. It was Laugh Resort or Yucks. Mine was McVeigh's. I remember McVeigh's. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. I think it was Yucks. It might have been Yucks. And it, but it wasn't. Didn't go. Yeah. But I knew that from talking to comedians that it doesn't go well for a lot of people the first time. So I was like, I, I went well the first time, but I, I had a ton of ton of friends in the crowd and it was just a bashing of my ex-wife but I, I didn't like this was in 2008 and then i didn't do anything forever like i didn't i only did like maybe three or four shows in 06 and yeah 07 was when i was like i need to i didn't it. pursue it until god knows when i think maybe 2011 i think that's when i was like okay let's kick this into high gear i didn't really you took that long of a break from yeah your first like, it was like three almost yeah i guess like two and a half years of not really doing it go out every couple months and do like sign up on an open mic and but it no wasn't kidding yeah and then like uh a hundred collins told me to get my ass in gear and or get out of the way sort of thing so yeah. then i was like okay well let's try this and then yeah i've been going hard since then and i i don't think i didn't even try to get on a yuck stage i remember 2000 february 2012 is the first time i got on a yuck stage yuck stage no kidding no man 2020 i did maybe three or four shows in 06 and then 07, I was like, all right, I'm, 
I think I I need to really buckle down and try to get in. And it was hard because I was still bartending. Yeah. Bartending is at night. Yeah. Comedy is at night. So I was I was tired. I was tiring. <laughs> and then, you know, you're doing some auditions here and there in the day. The fatia was hard driving from Mississauga coming in like, man, I don't want to leave the house today, but I got to go out. And But um, you're not bartending. 07 was incredible, though. Like... The progress in the first year that I really started to buckle down, I made it the cream of comedy, man. Nice. 07, I was with, uh, that's when I met Arthur, Nathan McIntosh, James Hartnett, and Steve Schultz. Those were the five. Nice. Those were the five. We made it the cream of comedy. They, they were all young, yeah, man. aspiring Nate, and kids. Nate, <laughs> and Nate Mac won. And, uh, but yeah, since then, that's, that was the bond between Nate Mac and myself and Arthur. Right. And even Steve Schultz and Hartnett, like we just, it's just something that was like, hey, we were in, we were in the class of 07, man. Remember that shit? <laughs> so, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. And then every year things are just, kept are those the guys better. you came up with then? Like, uh, who, who becomes your crew when you start? The guys I got to know the most, it was, it was Mac and Arthur. They knew Merhej. So then I, that's when I first got to know Merhej. They also knew John Key. So I got Miss to know. John Key, man. Yeah, man. He got a kid now, and you know he comes around every now and then. But he's good. He's Is he good. still getting on stage? Yeah, man. Every yeah. now and then, Yucks will hit him up, and he'll get out and he'll do stuff. Good, good. But uh, so those are the guys I knew, and then uh, Bumpkin again to Jostle, and then um, John Paul. I knew John Paul. So there wasn't too many, but as it got on, there were more and more. And yeah, then, yeah. Well, that's how it works. And then Pavone and the Bonus. There were some different guys where it's like, oh shit, okay. Yeah, nice, so nice. yeah, that was that's pretty much the the nucleus of the guys. I who's really, your crew you're running with now? Wow, pretty much it was. It's just different. A lot of guys that I I've worked with so many times together, but mm-hmm. it's mainly those guys still. Yeah. When Mac is in town, I gotta see Mac. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Arthur's around. He's like, I'm doing show tomorrow. Yo, I'm, I'm coming through. <laughs> like, you know, like it's, you know, and I see Merhaz, it's all love there. Pavone, like, yeah, man, it's good times. JP's always a good time, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's coming out tonight. My cousin. Yeah, man. I, he, he, I was on the phone with him earlier today, man. He invited me to do one of his comedy revival shows. Nice, nice, nice. So that's one, something that we're going to be doing in uh, August. Sweet. Yeah. He's uh, he's a good he's good people at JP. Love that guy. Had him on uh, had him on an episode of this beautiful podcast. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. It was a big family reunion for us. <laughs> Love that guy. How long are you uh, bartending still when you start this crazy dream? Um, you're not still doing it, are you? No. You doing anything during the day? Or are you uh, just doing the acting? And now, like, I just do other little stuff to keep busy. You know, uh-huh. when people give away samples the LCBO. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then I do that. Oh yeah. Ref basketball every now and then. Uh skip the dishes. Easy as hell, man. Nice. Drive skip the dishes, sign up for a couple of shifts, be like, yeah, sure, I'll deliver food to people. It's easy. <laughs> That's out in port credit. It's easy, man. And just other little things to keep me busy, but keep it's busy, mainly keep comedy. The, keep the money coming in too. Just that always helps. Right. And then comedy's all at night and yucks and just People hit me up, do shows. You live in uh, you? Uh, what do you get a condo out there, in Mississauga? No, just an apartment. Just an apartment. Just an apartment, one bedroom apartment. I ain't letting that shit go because I ain't yeah. ever seeing that price again. How long have you been there? I've been there seven years, and I still pay less than a grand a month. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it, right? I had a, I had a sweet place on uh, on Broadview, right in the city. I was paying a grand. It was just a little one bedroom. 
and a uh, beautiful view. Every time I bring it up, Kira's like, you want to move back there? I'm like, no, I just miss it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it was a cool place. Yeah. Very happy where I am now, but I can still miss things. Going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You find out out in relationships. It's like, no, everything that happened before me is dead. <laughs> Don't even think about the shit. Do you uh, have some big significant loves in your life or... Uh, loves? You said loves, loves? like plural? No, yeah, no. no, no, nothing, nothing. Nothing a, in 47 years? On a, oh, I thought, you meant, I thought you meant right now. Sorry. No, I meant like throughout your... Yeah, man. Like I, anything I have, significant? Uh, anything I, that stuck around for a couple days? Yeah. Um, I this one girl I saw in my 20s. Her name was Angelica. She was uh, such a sweetheart, man. She We were together for like seven years. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. Seven years, man. I was a little bit. I was a little bit too dark for the parents. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Her parents, you... parents are old, old school Italian. Oh, she was Italian. Yeah. Uh, did you come across that a lot, like uh, growing up, like dating white girls and parents not liking that shit? Um, yeah. The first time I saw it was, was that it was grade eight. Yeah. The first time we saw that was grade eight. Yeah, one of my boys, Rich, he liked this girl, and they started kind of, and parents were not having that. We were like freaking 13 years old, <laughs> 12 years old. We were like, the fuck is it? That's real? There, there was th- three black guys growing up in my town. I don't think they were all... I don't think all three of them were in the same town, or in the town at once. Like, one was when I was a kid, one was when I was a teenager. So oh. they, but uh, never a girl. Always boys. Hmm. So I never uh, never got to venture that way. Yeah. It just... Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, dated all kinds of girls. But she was one major one. Seven years? Seven years and it, like her dad never came around here? Or like- um, no, it was... It took, it took four years to meet Shit. folks. It took four to meet them. And obviously everything's being discussed before this. Like, well, I... Yeah, well, so, how many years have gone by? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. They knew she was with me and whatever, but Christmas or whatever. How's that, first, how's that whatever, first meeting, though? Is it still, like, it was very, very standoffish? Everyone, not really like, standoffish. I mean, I went in because you know, I'm open. I'm like, whatever, man. Mm-hmm. If you're cool, I'm going to be cool. Yeah. But it was weird, man, because it was like, I, I know what you guys think. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, let me in their home. We ate, and they they really tried to be cool, but... Yeah, I never had to deal with uh, race in these situations, but um, no fathers ever liked me dating their daughters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember my one girlfriend in high school. Her parents were like, "You have to break up with that boy." Like they just thought I was the devil. (laughs) Wow. Whatever. <laughs> He's trouble. He's just trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone thought I was. And now look at me. I got my own podcast on the Never Sleeps Network. <laughs> <laughs> See, they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> Shit. Take that away from me, Mrs. Nickel. <laughs> right? God damn it. Four years. Look where I am now. I'm on Never Sleeps, man. So seven years with a girl in your 20s? Yeah. Were you a faithful man? Yeah, I love this girl. Yeah, she was a freaking sweetheart, man. The reason why we ended up eventually splitting was because of her folks. And I should have, I, the, the thing is, if I listened to my gut feeling, we would have never been together that long. Now those things, you're like, you can't push those things back. Yeah. We're going to be dealing with that forever. Right? And that's what the gut said. It was like, this will always be an issue. My fucking gut with my ex-wife. Do you remember a movie, The Bronx Tale? Yeah. Remember the fucking move Sonny told him to do? 
Yep. Unlock the girl's door, go around back. If she doesn't reach and, over and unlock your door, she's a <laughs> she selfish bitch. And dump her. her. I tried that move the first time I took my ex-wife out, and she failed. I should have wow. been like, get out. <laughs> just get should've out of my fucking your way car. Out slow. It's like, I, I can't, can't see it right there week. and then. Sonny said you're a selfish bitch, and you'll only ever do anything for yourself. That was a great movie, man. I remember that test. I was like, wow. It's a good test. There have been a lot of times where I'm like, let me see if this, oh, this you is a moment. This is a moment. Everything opens. But my first car, that was a thing, man. I got picked up by a comic last week for a gig. And his, it was hot. I was like, holy shit, can I roll down your window? Like, it was a crank. I remember doing it. I was like, oh, God, this is so primitive. Get a button for this, will you? It's crazy. So. You have to break up with this nice Italian girl. Yes. I actually asked her to move in with me. I was like, we've been together seven years and whatever. And you want to move in? And she was like, my parents just, they would be an issue. And I was like, we don't got a future. Shattered ah. my freaking, I was How old are you at this time? 32. I was what, 23, 24 when we first started. And I was, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I was with my longest for seven years. We were married for two of those, but whatever. I remember we got together at 20 and we broke up at 27 years old. And I was like, this is all I know. This is my life. It's over. That's a hard breakup at that time. Yeah. yeah. In your 20s, because you, you're going through so much and that's like the first major one. And you think this yeah. is where all the bliss is. And, but she was a sweetheart. Like even thinking back to her now, she was, her parents were the issue, mm-hmm. but she was a sweetheart. Do you keep in touch with her? Yeah, she lives in L.A. now. Oh, okay. She did some acting for a while now. She's more on the production side of things. But, uh, yeah, she lives in L.A. now. and uh, Married? Nope. She's not married. No kids. Waiting around for you? <laughs> Trying to get my shit together, man. She'll be like, yo, can we give this another shot, baby girl? Are you working on your green card and all that stuff? No. No? You want to stay here? I Yeah, I do. I want to... I want this to stay my home base. I want to go there to perform. Yeah. So if anything, I'll just do circus like too. The, yeah. Just that. The, what is the P one? Yeah. Go there and just perform year to year. And that's and I'm not even in a rush to get that. Like when I start to feel like some things are lined up there. Like right now, it's nothing. There's nothing on the table there for me. So I'm not in a rush to even do the P one. I'm like. Why am I spending six, seven hundred dollars and I have absolutely nothing lined up and things are good here. So I know eventually I got to make that move and start to really push myself to make things happen. Open doors, reach out to people, but it, everything in time. I mean, I figure when I finally do touch down in the States, I'm going to touch the ground running. Like I'm going to be really ready. Yeah, to you go can take your time too. You have what, 30, 40 years left to these looks? Something like that. <laughs> I figure things are going to start to change once I get around 390, 400 years old. Oh, my back's starting to hurt. They put some different ingredients in cocoa butter. Be like, come on, man. You're messing with my shit. Is this the only big love of your life? Um, And then a few years later, I, I was seeing a girl. Oh, yeah? Uh, I won't really say that was... That's a stretch. I'll say this girl, Kristen. Another girl, Kristen. She was a, She was a sweetheart. But that time I was just going through a lot of crap, a lot of switches, a lot of internal life shit was starting to mess with me. This would have been mid thirties. Turning thirty five screwed with me. Turning twenty, no. Twenty five, no. Thirty, no. Thirty five screwed with me. Even turning forty didn't freaking screw with me. And then way way later, like what two. 290? 290 mess with me. <laughs> but thirty five screwed with me though, man. 
I don't know why. It just seemed like a lot of people have their their shit together when they're 35. Just felt so far away from that. It just messed with me. But yeah, man. Yeah, I think at uh, 35, I didn't have anything on the go. I think actually the week after I turned 35, I got signed by Yucks. And then a month later, I somehow convinced Kier to go on a date with me. And yada, yada, yada. The rest is history. How long you guys been together now? Two years. Two years. And two months. You guys look cute together, man. Yeah, I would say, physical appearance aside, we're a very good couple. You know what? There are no rules. Physical appearance, stuff like that. Like, don't even think about it that way, man. You see people walking down the street all the time. You're like, how'd that happen? Yeah, yeah. But they're the happiest people on the planet. You're like, you know what? People are like, dude, you got a big dick. And I'm like, no. Are you rich? No. (laughs) What have you done? I don't know. I don't know. I made the girl laugh. That's all it takes. Put together some good home jokes, man. So you break up with the next girl at thirty-five? Yeah, it was in the thirty. She, it was. We kind of started when I was roughly like thirty-four-ish, I guess. And struggles the internal, and I just, I felt like I just couldn't stay. I had to break out. Just got to work through this crap. So you never lived with a girl? Never lived with a girl. Do you have those aspirations? Yeah, I always, I always thought I would end up locking down somebody and living on that side of the fence do you think you'd have kids i one time i wanted all kinds of kids now that you're pushing now that 50 I'm gonna be what my 60s yeah, chasing yeah. a little i don't know i mean those things got a funny way of working out as guys you can wait you can look at freaking <laughs> letterman mind you he's freaking multi-millionaire so he can have all kinds of people running after the child for him go catch go catch the baby <laughs> just before she gets to the balcony catch, that, go, baby. Go catch the baby before she gets to the balcony i'm busy growing a goddamn beard over here <laughs> I think he's still like, Letterman's kid is now a teenager. He had him in his 50s. Way late. And then there's the whole thing too now. Is it even fair to the kid? Yeah. Like, especially like Big Jagger. He's having a kid right now. This kid's not going to know who the fuck he is. Yeah. Like, how much longer does this guy have? Right. Kid's going to be 15 and be like, so he was in what group? They yeah, were yeah, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a really Going big deal. YouTube, Never like, heard that's of That's kind of weird, didn't he? Ah, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, whatever, man. You can meet a girl tonight. Yeah. At the Dope and Mike Comedy Show, which happens at the Underground every Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> every Wednesday night down to Queen and Broadview. It's a good time. It's a good time. But uh, yeah, man, you never know what the future holds. No, your lifestyle is freewheeling. I'm just rolling with the way things are going, man. I'm happy. Them things got a funny way of working out. And they will work their way out. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this thing up. We have jokes to tell. What do you think? It wasn't that bad, huh? Painless. This was fun. Painless. We only got through the first century of your life. And then I started <laughs> mixing goat blood and added a little cinnamon and nutmeg. And the skin just changed right there. Well, this has been a fun interview with a vampire. But I appreciate you coming out, man. I've been a fan of watching you since I started. I'm glad you come do my show and stuff like that. It's nice to have a friend out there and. The- Thank the you so much for having me, man. Patrick, hey, tell the people where we can find you. Just your internet socials, because I don't know when this episode will be released. Cool. <laughs> I uh, Everything, you can find all my links on www.patrickhay.com. All my links to uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything is there. Email, everything is there. Dates of shows is there. Biography, everything there. Pictures, everything. Ladies, lots of pictures of Patrick Hay. I would say when you do my show, I love it because it means I get to have sex with my girlfriend that night. <laughs> you get your eyes closed the whole time. That's fine. Sometimes I do, too. Yeah. 
Guys, that's been another episode of The Potato Files. I want to thank my guest, Patrick Hay. Thanks to Alex Ross here at Never Sleeps Network. Guys, you can find us all over the place. You can find me every Wednesday night at Dope in My Comedy and on the good old Yuck Yuck stages from time to time. So come check those shows out, too. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye-bye, everybody. Peace. Is that chicken? <laughs> Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 